Welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. Dr. Kevin Skinner with my good friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Good to see you, Brett. You know, it's always fun to spend this time with you. And uh, today, uh, I want to talk about something that I've just been thinking a lot about, Brett. And it's a, kind of a general concept. And the concept is this. Couples come into my office, high conflict, tension, frustration, and I often hear from um, one of them, it's this frustration, I'm just so angry, angrier than I've ever been, frust- more frustrated, and I'm just worn out and exhausted. And I just hear the tone of this, and it's like, they're carrying the burden of resentments. The burden of anger, the burden of this conflict in the relationship, and they don't know how to let it go. So today, I want to address the burden of these resentments. Yeah, they come into the office, and and it's so hard. I mean, I understand that we're going to have these resentments, and that we're going to have this conflict. And, but we don't know how to let it go. We don't know how to let down, the, so to speak, the barriers to intimacy. So today I want to talk about that. So Brett and I are, you know, we are committed to helping couples form better relationships. That's why we call this a Relationship Builder Podcast, where we provide the tools and you do the building. Did you, did you like that? Okay, well, anyway, I, I to our listeners, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. And if you have questions, I, I, I tend to forget this. My brain seems to go on autopilot as we get going. If you have questions you'd like us to address, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and you know, my hope is that as we uh, really get going on this, that as these questions come in, we're going to be able to address you know not only their questions but give them some meaningful solutions where they can say, you know what, we're doing this, we're doing the work, we see it. And I, I want to just uh, just share a real quick story. Um, I had I had a couple come to me over a year ago, and uh, this week I received just this most tender email from uh, from them. And, and this email was one that in your career, you just, you're like, have I done any good in the world today? And I, I just had this email come in from this client and they had put together uh, over a year of really working hard to rebuild their relationship. And I can tell you that I just want to give a shout out to them. They did incredible work and it just absolutely delightful to see them know, from, from really challenging circumstances of conflict and tension, resentments in the relationship, to this meaningful, in her email, she said something interesting. She said, we want to help the next generation, and we're not going to perpetuate what we grew up with. That's the general concept. Anyway, just, just yeah, it, it, right, we're generational changers. Yeah. 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 
All right, so here we are. We've got these uh, just a general client that comes into our office struggling immensely, uh, just frustrated by their spouse, uh, whether it's they're you know doing things that are frustrating in the relationship, not paying attention to them, as we've talked in the past, the value of attention and, and giving love, but just feeling alone, isolated. And in some cases, they feel betrayed, uh, whether that's through sexual betrayal or financial uh, misperceptions and hiding money or, or whatever those resentment. Yeah, those lies, those lies, the deception. And, and what we often are, at least what I'm seeing in these situations, are these clients are coming into my office and they're just, they've just been stuck for sometimes months and even years. And they're, and they're recycling old patterns over and over and, and, the anger's not being let go. They're holding on to these things. And they, they finally are so worn out, they come into our offices just exhausted. Now, if that's you to our listener, I'm going to ask you a question. What is the resentment? What is the burden you're carrying? What is the hard issues that you aren't able to let go and, and before the, we started this podcast, you and I, Brett, where we were talking about this, what are we holding on to it for? And you, you brought up the most important point here. What do we hold on to those resentments for? Exactly. Yeah, and and so, I, and I see this both directions. It, it's this unwillingness to look at these resentments that I have towards my spouse, and so those smaller things, as you say, what seemingly small things, right? You know, five minutes late, or you come home and the house is, you know, you know, it's it's just in chaos, and and you, you blow up, and it's like, no, what what what's the real issue here? Right, and, and so again, I don't care which gender. I don't. That doesn't matter. It, it's am I holding on to these resentments because these resentments then are coming out as anger. Now, in some cases, I it completely makes sense, right? I mean, if you've been betrayed, sexually betrayed in a relationship, and the anger comes out, really, what is the anger even there? The anger is, as you say, it's a safety seeking, seeking for that. I need some protection. So, really, what that is that that part of them is the defensive part that says you're not going to hurt me again.
in that situation, you're saying, I'm not going to be hurt again, right? So I've got this barrier up and you're reminding me of that past pain. And so, so if I, if I don't resolve that pain from the past, how can I be in this present relationship? And it's going to be more difficult because I've just been, I can be easily be triggered if you remind me of the past. So that's a great example as well that you bring up is sometimes our history creates this environment. So I, I want, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So a, a real example here, uh, recently I was talking with someone uh, and they were confused by their own behaviors. Why am I so angry? Why can't I let this go? Right? It's been six months. It's been a year. Why can't I let it go? And that question continually came up over and over and over again. All right, so I can't let it go. Now, the question is, is why? What's holding me back? Now, I'm not just saying you just go into what uh, Janice Abrams Spring calls cheap forgiveness. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's holding me back from peace. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm not being myself. I'm not acting the way I want to be. And, and, and so maybe I'm resenting you. Maybe I'm angry at you. Maybe I'm feeling all these feelings of, of, of just this, this internal angst. But that's not me either. And as I heard this client sharing this experience, Brett, I, I continued to think about how many of these clients I'm working with are carrying this burden that's not them. They're, they're more often not kind-hearted just generous people. And then they tell me these stories of anger and throwing things and screaming and yelling and frustration with their kids or, or coming home and kicking the dog. I mean, not, you know what I mean? And I'm like, that's not, what is that? And, and, and that's when I miss attuned to self. Now, I'm not saying that we just, uh, I want to make sure I'm very, very clear here. I'm not saying we just abandon these feelings. I think they need a voice. And that's where most people get stuck is they don't give a voice, a real voice to the resentments they have and the consequence 
is that they continue to act in ways that they don't like even themselves. So principle number one that I talked with my client about, you've got to learn to give the resentments a voice. What are they telling you? What is, what am I, what's at the core here? What, is, what am I really resentful of? If you ignore that core, you might not be able to get through this because it will repeat itself. Have you heard of the Zygarnik effect? Okay, so, so just real quickly, the Zygarnik effect, John Gottman, he talks about it in his book, The Science of Trust. And, and here, here's the general concept. Uh, there was a waiter waitress in Europe, and uh, just incredible mind. I mean, this person, when people came to their table... And, and maybe three or four people, and they'd have three or four tables that they were waiting, they wouldn't write down the order. They stored it in their brain. And, and the observers are like, what in the, how in the world are they doing that? So afterwards, they asked them, how, how do you pay attention? In fact, what did that person order? And he said, I don't know. I said, well, what do you mean you don't know? You didn't write it down. How did, you, how did you give them their Diet Coke and that person their lemonade and that person their Pepsi and that person their coffee? He said, no, once I've served them, it's off my plate. And what the researchers discovered is that when we finish a task, our brain no longer gives it attention. It's off the plate. It's gone. And the Zygarnik effect when it comes to couples' relationships is just that principle. If it keeps coming back, it's still on your plate. It hasn't been resolved. Their story hasn't been finished. It's not complete. So the Zygarnik effect in couples' relationships is that I learn how to finish the story so it's complete. That's why trauma that's why anger, that's why resentments need a voice. Yeah, and, and I think that, that now we're getting to the second point. As you dig down, you, you speak to the hurt, and often the other part of it comes, you talk about f- this fear of hurt or this safety-seeking. I also find that there we will find a belief down there. So really what my anger is, my anger is this concept that I'm not enough, that I'm unlovable, that I'm not enough, or you, or this relationship, I'm a failure in it. And so when you really look at it, the anger is representing a core belief about self, but it's manifesting as an angry response, or a bitter response, or a resentful response. 
which is why we have to deal with our individual beliefs, right? And, and as you said earlier, sometimes those beliefs come from childhood or earlier life experiences. But when we work with couples, and when I, this is the core thing I'm trying to get at today. When we carry these burdens, they weigh us down so much. They're so overwhelming. So my hope is that we will turn our attention to learning to give it a voice, realize that what we're doing is seeking safety, and look for those core beliefs, those hurts, and those self-perceptions that we've adopted because of this relationship or because of these experiences. Your thoughts. And then that part may say, but who is going to protect me? Who, who is going to protect you from, from the being hurt again? See, that part has been there to protect. And now we're saying, let's listen to that part, that protective part. Let's listen to that part. Give it a voice and seek that deeper understanding of, oh, it reminds me that I'm not enough. Now I have an understanding. When I'm feeling that anger, it's because I'm not feeling like I'm, en- I'm enough. Well, I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to be loving, but I'm going to have boundaries. I'm going I'm to talk with you with respect, and I'm going to expect that back. Relationships are too important to not act in our truth and be who we really are meant to be. Yeah, great. Right, right. And, and, and if we really add to this, as we, we've talked, I see this person as the enemy. I love the way you put that. Are we updating 
how I see this person. And, and the truth is, if, if we've got a couple listening to this podcast and you find that you're stuck in the unhealthy zygarnica effect where you keep coming back to things and they're always being discussed, and there's, that means they're still on your plate, you need to pause and say, what's really the burden here? What's the issue here? What's the resentment here? Give it a voice, understand it, seek the deeper understanding, and then come to each other with those burdens, those resentments that you haven't been willing to talk about. Because when we let it go, when we learn to talk through it and listen to each other and feel, as we've talked in the past, that we're being felt or understood, then that burden or resentment is let go. Mm. Very well said, because now we're speaking to the deeper hurt. And if we're going to create human intimacy, anyone who rejects that kind of conversation clearly has an unresolved issue themselves and are not ready for connection. The benefit of this is, is you don't have to live in an emotional state that's not congruent with who you are meant to be. We are not meant to be angry. We are not meant to be in this constant state of conflict. Our ultimate goal is to find a mental place of peace and have meaningful connections. Now, this is the Relationship Builder Podcast, and we are trying to give you real-life examples from you know situations that we have dealt with collectively over the last however 50-plus years of clinical experience as, as marriage and family therapists. I'm going to tell you, this is one of the core issues that really sings to my heart. I want our clients to find peace. I want them to use the tools by listening, showing empathy, learning to be vulnerable, and if you find yourself in an emotional state that's not congruent with who you really are, take a time out, stop, pause, reflect, and look at what's holding you back from being who you're meant to be. Your final thoughts, Brett. Mm -hmm. Yes, very, very well summarized there. 
All right, to our listeners, I just want to say thank you for spending this time with us. This is the Relationship Builder Podcast with Dr. Kevin Skinner and my good friend, Brett Williams. Remember, love is a choice. Make it every day.